Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're faith-filled women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you can, because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hey, before we get started today, I wanted to make sure that you know about my Boundaries workshop that's coming up soon. This is a 100% free workshop, and if you, like I used to be, are completely confused about boundaries or you have tried to put boundaries into place before and they were completely ineffective, then you need this workshop. I remember when my husband was deep in addiction, I heard that I should set boundaries, but I really didn't understand it completely. Or, you know, like I said, I would try and they wouldn't work and I would just feel resentful and confused. But once I finally learned what healthy boundaries were and what they weren't, and how to actually create them and use them in a healthy way, it was really a game changer. So I want you to join me for this free workshop. In the workshop, you're going to learn how to create healthy boundaries based on the right foundation and also why they're so important in the first place. You're going to learn why you may not have had success with creating or adhering to boundaries before. We'll talk about the number one misconception around boundaries for the wife of an alcoholic. And you're going to learn how to successfully put healthy boundaries into place in your own life, which will enable you to feel so much more empowered and peaceful. Like I said, it really is a game changer. So please make sure that you plan on joining me for that. All you have to do to be a part of it is just go to my website, marriedtoaddiction.com. Look for the tab that says Boundaries Workshop, and you can sign up right there. I hope to see you there. Hello, and welcome to episode 31 of the Married to Addiction podcast. I was absent last week, and uh, it's very late in the week this week for me to be recording. I think maybe, I don't remember if I recorded week before last, but at any rate, I've been sick. Um, We've had the flu or something. I don't think that it was COVID. My daughter tested positive, but none of the rest of us did, so I don't know. But at any rate, coughing, sneezing stuffy, just so bad. So I really apologize for not having recorded an episode for the last several days, but I'm back back today. And today's episode is meant to be kind of helpful for you as we approach Valentine's Day, which can definitely be a challenging day for those of us who are wives of alcoholics. So I will apologize for any sniffling or anything that might happen during this episode, but I wanted to get on and talk to you guys about this before Valentine's Day um, for obvious reasons. So today's episode is called Getting Your Needs Met. And like I mentioned, when we start thinking about Valentine's Day or anniversaries or any of those holidays that are built around relationship, and we are in a broken, difficult relationship, which we are right now, it makes it feel harder, you know, because we look around at all the TV ads and all the stuff in the stores and all the sweet, mushy cards. And, you know, I remember thinking, just really feeling resentful and sad. And uh, 
it just it brought out a lot of really hard feelings for me. So that's why I wanted to hop on today and talk to you about this. We've also been covering this uh, the last couple of weeks in the Secret Sister Circle. I went way deeper into this. We are actually talking about in there about how to navigate your physical relationship with your husband, not just around Valentine's Day, but just in general. Um, as wives of alcoholics, we have a very different relationship with our addicted person because we do have that additional layer of having a sexual or physical relationship with that person. So we have been talking about that over there, but I wanted to just touch on it a little bit here for you um, to just give you some encouragement and direction as we move into Valentine's Day weekend and closer to that particular holiday. So the first thing that I want to mention is that relationships of any kind and just in general have what I like to think of as seasons. So when you're newly married, you know, it's that honeymoon period and everything's fun and beautiful and there's all these warm fuzzies and you all are, you're just, you're both all about each other and, you know, you're having all your needs met because the love is new and fresh and all of those things. Then you move into a season after you've been together for a few years where you're settled into a more comfortable relationship. You know, there's not necessarily as much like excitement and fun and, you know, the newness, the honeymoon period has kind of worn off and so things have changed. So that's kind of a, a different season of your relationship, right? When we are in a relationship that is touched by addiction, regardless of whether we've been married for a year or 30 years, um, it is a season of our relationship as well. It is a very difficult season because, as you are well aware, uh, addiction changes the relationship in pretty much every way. I remember feeling like, um, you know, obviously our physical relationship was affected. I remember feeling just that I was so lonely. Um, my husband, you know, my true husband wasn't around much. It was my drunk husband that was around and I wasn't a big fan of that guy. <laughs> um, and I just remember feeling like I didn't, I didn't have a friend sometimes. I didn't have, you know, my, my confidant. I didn't have my supporter. Like it's just, it's hard. It's really hard when you have been in a relationship with somebody who has, you know, that relationship has meant so much to you and that person has really been a place of support for you. And then all of a sudden, you know, things are upside down because of addiction. So during this time, this season, when we are going through addiction with our spouse, this is when you have to really give some serious thought to what you're looking at to meet your needs. So we think so much about how, well, my husband doesn't do this anymore, or he's not here for me anymore, or it used to be like that, and now it's like this, or it's really painful for me because of this, that, and the other. Some of the things that I was just talking about. We, we are looking to a human to meet our needs. And yes, in our specific situation, our human that we're looking towards is battling addiction, which makes it a million times worse. But just in general, if you are really putting all your eggs in the basket of looking to a human 
whoever it is, the person you're in relationship with, your best friend, you know, your mom, whoever, people will always end up letting us down in some regard. It's going to happen. You know, even your best friend for 30 years, I'm sure you've had fights. I'm sure you've been disappointed in her at some point. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, you know, in, in every relationship that we're in, there's always going to be some level of disappointment at some point because people will always let us down because people aren't perfect. And we're not perfect in our relationships either. We've let other people down as well. And so if you're if you're looking in general in your relationships for people to meet your needs, you're always going to end up disappointed. If you are basing your mood, your worth, um, your happiness in general on what someone else is or is not giving you, you're going to end up disappointed. Um, even in the happiest of relationships, there's disappointment sometimes. But when we are in this position where we are in a relationship with an alcoholic, I mean, disappointment just runs rampant, right? So what are we supposed to do? You know, when we're constantly in these feelings of just being disappointed and let down and just like we're not having our needs net on needs net on needs met, goodness, on any level. Here's the thing. If you are looking for a relationship that is 100% stable, that is 100% loving, where you are always nurtured, where you are always held, where you are always supported, it does exist. It exists with the Lord. He is always there for you. He will always support you and, you know, give you grace and mercy and peace and all of those things. Always. Always. I'm actually going to be speaking on a version of this whole premise uh, at a retreat next month that I'm going to be attending for, um, it's an in-person retreat for families of, families who have addicted loved ones. And what I'm going to be talking about there, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is already getting a little crackly, um, is finding joy through growing deep roots. And I believe I've touched on that in the podcast a couple times before, but it's the same premise of just if you have those deep roots because of a relationship with God and because you have nurtured that relationship and it is a personal, intimate relationship with the Lord. It's not just surface, you know, like I've talked about before where you do the drive-through prayers and, you know, you only call on him when you need him when you're in like a, a world of trouble. Like if you really have that true, deep relationship with the Lord, you have deep roots. When people let you down, <coughs> you don't feel as disappointed. You don't feel as hurt. You don't feel as, you know, run over and just devastated because you have those deep roots and you have that relationship with the one entity that can always and will always be there for you and won't let you down like people always will. This is especially important for us as wives of alcoholics because like I mentioned, it is a rough road for us. If we are looking to our husband to meet our needs or if we are focusing on the fact that because he is addicted, he is not meeting our needs and so we just can't get our needs met right now. 
Like if that's your take, that you are just destined to live a hollow, empty existence because your husband is not meeting your needs, you need to really nurture a relationship with God because regardless of the fact that your husband is addicted, you do not have to feel that way. You do not have to go through life that way. Be intentional about having a relationship with God. Nurture that relationship and it will come back to you a hundredfold. You will grow those deep roots and you will feel like you're getting your needs truly met because you're getting getting the needs of your soul met greater than anything else that any person could ever do for you. So on Valentine's Day, which is upcoming, or any day, really, I want you to remember Philippians 4.19. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. I hope that's been helpful for you. I hope that that helps to bring you peace and comfort as we approach Valentine's Day. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Quick question for you before I let you go today. Have you been to the Married to Addiction website? If you haven't, I would love if you would go pay it a visit. It's just marriedtoaddiction.com. And over there, you can see um, just a lot of different information about my podcast. There is a blog on there. There's some free resources for you. And there's also a few ways that you can actually get some help if you need a little more help and direction and support as you travel this difficult path with your addicted husband. So if you haven't yet, please go visit marriedtoaddiction.com. Thanks so much.